thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundance life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumasi, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impacts their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 15. Proverbs 13 15. He says, Good understanding giveth favor. But the way of transgressors is hard. Good understanding. Give it favor. May you live here with good understanding tonight. Good understanding. Give it favor. Good understanding brings success. Good understanding brings victory. But the way of transgressors is hard. I pray that you will gain understanding tonight. Matthew chapter 6. And verse number 16 to 18. He says, moreover, when you fast. Somebody say, moreover, when you fast. Take note of the word, when you fast. Do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. As surely I said to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. 18. So that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. This 2020 fast shall bring you open rewards. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, moreover, when you fast. This was how the Pharisees used to fast. Some Bible theologians record that they used to fast on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so, you remember when the other gentleman went, he said that I fast twice a week. And usually what I would, they would do is that they would fast on, on uh, what do you call it? Thursdays was a, a market day, so... Usually, they, they will fast and make their face some way, and then they'll be walking through the market, dressed in a certain way that people will see them and say, ah, the spiritual purpose are here. Praise God. The Bible said, when they do that, they receive their rewards already. But you, when you fast, he said, don't have a sad countenance. Can I see a smiling face here? Just 21 days, and some of you, it's as if your father died a long time ago. When a believer is fasting, it's supposed to be with joy. Why? Because it's a time of victory. It's a time of intimacy. Can somebody give God a shout of praise? Don't disfigure your face. Don't be of a sad countenance. Jesus was quickly addressing two things. He was talking about their motives and their methods. Somebody say motives and methods. They were fasting to be seen. But you must also fast to be seen. But you must be seen by God. Amen. When God sees you, he rewards you openly. Amen. May God, may this fast bring you open rewards. Amen. 
May this fast bring you open rewards. I'm teaching on understanding fasting. Understanding fasting. Jesus was speaking in the book of Matthew chapter 17, verse 19, 17 to 19. Matthew chapter 17, verse 19 to 20. Matthew chapter 17, verse 19 to 20. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said unto him, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of a master seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hands to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Verse 21, he says, How be it this kind goeth not, but by prayer and fasting. Somebody say this kind. You see, in your walk with God, you must know that it's not every kind we cast out the confession. There are things you can only accomplish them through the medium of fasting and prayer. Simple and plain. You can't have it any other way. So when you decide that you are going to be the type of Christian who will not learn how to fast, your victories are not guaranteed all the time. Praise God. Very important. This kind goeth not except by prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. That's why you need to understand fasting so that when you are confronted with one of those things that will not go except by prayer and fasting, you can engage it appropriately. Receive revelation tonight. Receive revelation tonight. Fasting. What is fasting? When we talk about fasting, fasting is the willful abstinence from all or some food, drink or both, and other natural pleasures for a period of time in order to fellowship with God more intimately in worship, prayer, and the word. Fasting is a time of total or partial abstinence from food or drink or both with the view or the purpose of seeking God's face more intimately in prayer, in the word, and in fellowship. That's what fasting is. So when we talk about fasting, it's a time of separation. Somebody say time of separation. Time of separation from legitimate pleasures, like food. Time of separation from legitimate things, like being on Facebook all the time. When you are fasting, that's not the place to be. When you are fasting, your face should be buried in the word of God. Your face should be focused on God. That is how you fast to get results. Fasting is so critical in our walk with God. Look at what the Bible says in Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 1 to 3. Nehemiah. Now on the 24th day of this month, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting. Somebody say with fasting. They assembled with what? Fasting. In sackcloth and with dust on their heads. Verse 3. Then those of Israel lineage separated themselves from all foreigners. May you separate yourself. Amen. And they stood and confessed their sins and the iniquities of their fathers. Verse 3. And they stood in their place and read the book of the law of the Lord their God for one-fourth of the day. You know one-fourth of the day? 24 hours. One-fourth is what? Six hours. Abi? Is that it? Six hours. So one-fourth of the day, they spend one-fourth reading the word and they spend the other uh, fourth confessing and then worshiping the Lord. That's fasting. 
when you are in fasting, adequate I'm not saying go spend one-fourth of the day. You may not have it because you, you, you are employed by somebody and all of that. But it just tells you the amount of time that must be invested. Seeking the face of God when you are in a fast. When you are fasting and you are doing everything you used to do normally, you are joking. You are what? You are joking. You can't run a fast. What, be in a fast and do everything normally. When you are fasting, you are not eating. So your bread time must be converted to prayer time. Your bread time must be converted to additional word study time. Your bread time must be invested hearing or seeking the face of God. That's what fasting is about. That's what fasting is about. So when you read the book of Isaiah, Jesus, the Bible was talking about fasting. The people say we have fasted, you didn't see. Isaiah 58, he said we fasted, you didn't see. We have afflicted ourselves, you didn't mind us. Then he said, you know what? When you fast and you do everything you want to do, how can I mind you? That is not the kind of fast I have chosen. There is a kind of fast I have chosen. In the day of your fast, your concentration must be on me. May grace rest upon you to fast likewise. So when we fast, we deny ourselves. Somebody say we deny ourselves. Legitimate pleasures. Food. Drinks. Sometimes you go in the fast and there is neither water nor drink. There is neither water nor food. Ours is with food. So you break at a point. Ours you are allowed to drink water. So you drink water as much as possible. But some of you just use water to fill your belly. In the book of 1 Corinthians 7 verse 5. He said do not deprive one another except with consent. Talking about married people. He said do not deprive one another except with consent. For a time. That you may give yourselves to prayer and fasting. Legitimate pleasures. And come together again. So that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Different kinds of fasting. Different kinds of fasting. Different kinds of fasting. We have what we call the absolute or partial fast. Absolute or partial fast. Somebody say absolute or partial fast. Say it again, absolute or partial fast. Great. In the book of Esther, we see an absolute fast. Esther 4, verse 16 to 17. Esther said, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days. Somebody say, don't eat or drink for three days. That's absolute fast. 72 hours without food or drink. When you try it, you wonder, receive grace to go that way this year. Pastor, three days. Even this one that I break, I say, when it's three, then my eyes are turning. Listen, grace will rest upon you to do it. He said, fast for me. Don't eat, don't drink. Three days. And you saw the result of that fast. Ezra chapter 10 verse 6. Then Ezra left. Ezra 10 6. The message version. Ezra left. The plaza in front of the temple of God. And went into the home of Jehonahan. Son of Eliashib. Where he stayed. Still fasting from food and drink. Still fasting from food and drink. Continuing his mourning over the betrayer by the exiles. Praise God. Fasting from food and what? Drink. 
That is an example of absolute fast. Praise God. Absolute fast may also be a 24-hour fast. So, you start this morning, and you don't, tomorrow morning, and you don't eat after the next, until the next morning. That is a, a, a 24-hour fast. That's also an absolute fast. Praise God. Without food or drink, that is also an absolute fast. We have a partial fast. That's the kind we are doing. Partial fast. Our fast is not a full fast. It's a partial fast. That's the kind Daniel used to do. Where you break. Where you break. Daniel chapter 10 verse 2 and 3. And I ate no. During those days, I, Daniel, went into mourning over Jerusalem for three weeks. Three how many weeks? That's 21 days. Three solid weeks. I ate only plain and simple food. No seasoning meat. No, don't go and be eating the meat. <laughs> <laughs> now this kind of fast they call it the Daniel fast in the west they like doing it in the west they like that kind of fast somebody is saying he's fasting and he's taking biscuit all kinds of this the only thing is that he's not eating uh, his regular thing. but morning is, is on every other thing except that That's the Daniel. he said I ate only plain and simple food no seasoning or meat or wine I neither bath nor shave until, <laughs> until three weeks were up. <laughs> Praise God. Now, do, do you know that in our traditional setting, they used to do things like this? Huh? In our traditional settings, when your husband died or something, they, 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 you shave your hair they will keep you from eating and now it's not like that. Thank God for change. But he ate nothing. But please bath. <laughs> Shave your hair. That is partial fast. Then we have personal or corporate fast. Somebody say personal. Personal. For most people, when they hear fasting, they always read meanings into this. What Jesus, when Jesus was talking about Matthew chapter 6, verse 16 to 18, what he was talking about was personal fast. Somebody say personal fast. Personal fast. That is the kind of fast where you are doing. He said, don't disfigure your face. Because personal fast may not be such a long fast. For most people, it may not be such a long fast. So people are not likely to see. But if you are on a long fast, sooner or later, it will show on your body, even if you don't disfigure your face. Am I communicating? Sooner or later, it will show on your body. But personal fast, when you are doing it, don't announce it. Don't announce it. But a corporate fast like this, no, it's, we are all doing it together. So whether you are in or not, we, we need to know. And most people apply this law to every fast. They think that every fast, nobody should know you are fasting. No. They say we are in a fasting and uh, prayer season in our church. When you announce it to your bosses, when you need to ask for time off to come to church, they will permit it because it's a corporate fast. It's not a secret fast. Am I communicating here? Of course, I'm not saying that use it as an excuse. When they give you work, then you say, Listen, that's not the kind of thing you're talking about here. Corporate fast. Personal fast was the kind of fast Moses did. In the book of Exodus 34, 28. So he was there with the Lord 40 days. This one, don't try it. 
So he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water. And he wrote on the tablets, the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Take note, he was there with the Lord. Somebody say he was there with the Lord. You can't be there with God and have a hunger. He was there with the Lord. When you meet God face to face, <laughs> there is nothing you would desire apart from him. So, while he was there, God's presence was satisfying enough. There was no hunger whatsoever. But you declare 40 days and don't be there with the Lord. <laughs> we'll carry your corpse. <laughs> he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. When Jesus fasted 40 days, the Bible said afterward he was hungry. And that even suggests that he must have drunk water. Look at that. The Bible says, and then Jesus was led of a spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days, afterward, 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward hungry. Praise God. Hungered or something. He, afterwards, he became very hungry. When you are fasting and your focus is right, during the fast, usually you don't feel the hunger. How many of you testify? When the focus is right. But when your focus is on the food, eh, you feel hungry. When your focus, it is usually after the fast that you feel hunger. And that is why when the fast is over, you need to be careful how you eat. Some of you, apart from the fact that God is using this fast to reduce your body mass. When we finish, the hunger that may come, it may multiply three times. May the Lord not bring you to that place. Whatever weight you lose, may you maintain it like that. May the lady say amen. amen. Corporate fast. Somebody say corporate fast. Corporate fast. corporate fast is a church fast like we are doing now, a national fast. And we saw that in the scriptures. In Joel chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Joel 2, 15 to 17. The Bible said, Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and nursing babies. Let the bridegroom go out from his bedchamber and the bride from her dressing room. Honeymoon is over. It's a corporate time of seeking the Lord. Then he said, let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, spare, O Lord, the people. So you can see a corporate fast. He says, gather the people. And he begins to give categories. Go to verse 16. Gather the people. Sister, please, gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Can you see that? Gather the children and those that suck breast. Let the bride, everybody is involved here. Receive grace to be involved. Yeah. Corporate fast. Everybody. So those children sucking breast, they won't suck it until 8 a.m. <laughs> That's how I imagine it. Jehoshaphat and the inhabitants of Judah did a corporate fast. Second Chronicles 20:30. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. Can you see that? All Judah. He proclaimed a fast through all Judah. The people of Nineveh. You remember Nineveh? When Jonah went and preached and said, Nineveh, you are going to be overthrown. In the book of Joel, Jonah, chapter 3, verse 5 to 8. The Bible said, so the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast. Put on sackcloth. 
from the greatest of them even to the least of them. Verse 6. For the word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Verse 7. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh, by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let not man, neither man nor beast, nor herd nor flock, test anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to the Lord. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from violence that is in their hands. Those are examples of corporate fast. In the book of Acts, we see another corporate fast where the Bible says, Acts chapter 13, verse 1 to 5. Acts 13. And there were in the church that was in Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Syria and Menem, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul, verse 2. And as they ministered, take note, as they ministered and they fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me, separate me, Barnabas and Paul, for the work unto our called in verse 3. Bible said, and when they had fasted and prayed, those are examples of corporate fast. Praise God. So fasting can be corporate and fasting can be personal. When you are dealing with certain issues in your life that you are finding difficulty getting your way around it, it could be certain sinful habits. It could be certain challenges in your, in, your, in your business, on your job. You can declare a fast on a personal level. In these three days, I'm going to seek the face of God. Lord, come through for me. Speak into this matter on my behalf. That is an example of a personal fast. And then, like a church like this, we can come together. Maybe at the beginning of the year like we always do. At the beginning of the month like we always do. And we engage in corporate fast. Can somebody say an Amen. Whichever way we'll do it, whether corporate or personal, fasting is always rewarding. Somebody say, fasting is always rewarding. He said, the father that seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Open reward shall be your testimony. I said, this 2020 fast shall bring you open rewards. It shall bring you open rewards. Everyone that shall so engage in faith, everyone that shall so engage with zeal and zest and with passion, open rewards shall attend to you. Amen. Open rewards shall attend to you. Amen. Can I have a louder amen here? Amen. Why do we fast? Why do we fast? Number one, we fast because it's expected. Somebody says it's expected. Say it's expected. We fast because it is expected. If you look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. It said, moreover, when you fast. Somebody say, when you fast. It didn't say, if you fast. It said, when you fast. So you are expected to do it. You are expected to do it. You are expected. When you fast, Jesus expects us to fast. Like giving, you are expected to give. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. He said, moreover, when thou doest thy arms. Matthew 6, verse 1. Take heed therefore that you do your charity, not in the eyes of all, verse 2. When you do your charitable deed, so you are expected to give. Now go to verse 6. Verse 6. He was talking about, moreover, when you pray. So we, we are expected to pray, we are expected to give, and we are expected to fast. 
Fasting is one of those religious practices that is a, a common denominator in a lot of religions. Muslims fast. The Judeans, uh, Judaism, they fast. Even Hindus and Buddhists, they fast. Traditional people also fast as well. Fasting is such a spiritual exercise that is vital for a spiritual health. If you must live a healthy spiritual life, you must be a man and a woman given to the practice of consistent fasting. I don't believe you can do much. I don't believe you can go far with God if fasting as a practice is not part of your Christian work. Many of the challenges in your spiritual work can easily be dealt with if only you bring yourself under submission and keep your body under control. The same discipline used to fast, that same discipline can be used to control a lot of things. It can be used to control what? A lot of things. Some of us have very weird habits. When you sit behind the TV, by the time you realize, three hours are gone. And you, you, you didn't even see it. Weird habits. Unprofitable habits. When you discipline yourself to fast, that same discipline can be extended to other areas of your life. Receive grace to fast. Amen. I said receive grace to fast. Amen. Number two, because Jesus fasted. We fast because Jesus fasted. You see, if you are a disciple, you have to follow the deeds and the practices of your master. You remember Luke chapter 5, verse 33 to 35. Luke chapter 3, chapter 5, verse 35, 33 to 35. New King James says, And they said unto him, Then they said to him, Why do the disciples, somebody said the disciples. He said, Why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers and like those of the Pharisees, but yours? eat and drink. This was the disciples of John. They went to Jesus. They said, listen, we have been watching you from afar. And we see that your disciples, they like eating. All the time they are eating. <laughs> Every time they are eating. <laughs> if it is not Banku, it's Teozafi. Why, why, why is it that they like eating like this? <laughs> we are disciples of John. See how we are fasting. <laughs> we have grown so lean. Why is it that your people are fasting? They are not fasting. Jesus said, look at verse. He said to them, can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? Verse 35. He said, but the days will come. Somebody said the days will come. When the bridegroom will be taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. And the bridegroom is taken. Now is the era of the bride. The bride must fast till the bridegroom comes. Receive grace to live a fasting life. In the book of 1 Peter 2, verse 21 to, he said, For even here too were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. Somebody say, follow his steps. Say, follow his steps. Follow his steps. If you are a disciple of Christ, then according to Luke chapter 6, verse 40, you are not above your master. A disciple is not above his master. Luke 6, 40. A disciple is not above his master. But everyone who is perfectly trained will be like a teacher. So if you have learned Christ so well, fasting must be a part of your walk with God. So there's nothing like a gift 
of fasting. These people are gifted to fast. Nobody is gifted to fast. All of us are expected to fast. Say an amen. Amen. Number three. Because fasting is a highly profitable spiritual exercise. Somebody say a highly profitable spiritual exercise. Say it aloud. A highly profitable spiritual exercise. Fasting is a profitable spiritual exercise. Jesus is speaking and he said, when you fast well, you'll be rewarded. So if it wasn't profitable, Jesus must be lying. He says, when you fast, you'll be rewarded. When you fast and you do it right, you'll be rewarded. In the book of First Timothy 4, verse 7 to 8, and on Friday night, we would touch on some of the amazing rewards fasting brings. He says, but reject Profane and old wise fables, and exercise yourself toward godliness. For godly exercise profits little, bodily exercise, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having a promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. So, fasting guarantees rewards in this life, and fasting guarantees rewards in eternity. May your fast bring you rewards. I said, May your fast bring rewards. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 58 verse 3 to 12. He said, why have we fasted? They say, and you have not seen. Why have we afflicted our souls and you take notice? You take no notice. In fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure. Somebody say pleasure. pleasure. Do you remember what I said earlier? You find pleasure and exploit all your labors. Verse 4. He said, indeed, you fast for strife and debate and to strike with fist of, wicked, fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high. Verse 5, he says, is, is it a fast I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul. Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out a sackcloth, spread out sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast? And an acceptable day to the Lord. Verse 6. But is this not the first I have chosen? Somebody say the first I have chosen. The first God has chosen will always bring these results. To lose the bonds of wickedness. Every bond of wickedness around your life shall be loosed. In the name of Jesus. Every bondage Satan has placed on your life, your spiritual life, your financial life, your health life, I see those bondages loosed. In the name of Jesus, you shall be free from every bondage. You shall be free from every yoke. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Those mental yokes shall be eliminated. Those bodily afflictions shall be destroyed. Any yoke, any sickness in your body are commanded to disappear in this fast in the name of Jesus. I declare that in this fast, victory is yours in every area of your life. Every area of challenge is brought to an end in the name of Jesus. I declare victory in every area of your life. Victory in your health. Victory in your finances. Victory in your career. Every stagnation is overruled in the name of Jesus. So it shall be in your life. He said to undo, undo heavy burdens. 
There are certain burdens without fasting you can't take yourself out of them. But in this fast, every burden from the enemy is lifted off you. Come unto me, all ye that labor and a heavy lady, and I will give you rest. I declare rest for you. In the name of Jesus. Receive rest in your marital. Receive rest in your career. Receive rest in your home. In the name of Jesus. He said to let the oppressed go free. You are going free in this fast. You shall be liberated from every oppression. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So it shall be in your life. Open your mouth and begin to receive grace to engage. Grace. Grace. Lord, I receive grace. I receive grace. Grace to fast. Fakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Fakwa, please call 0540-122-670 or 0204-225-790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Fakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services. 6.30 a.m. First service. 8.45 a.m. Second service. And on Wednesdays for our Word Encounter service at 6 o'clock p.m. At our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza. Opposite the Unity Oil Station. Santasi Roundabout. Kumasi, Ghana. God richly bless you. Oh,